podcast. We're glad to have you back again this week, and we're doing a little something different this week as we've been doing lately. I am recording on a new platform, so uh, it's going to be a different uh, process for me. Uh, so just bear bear with us in that process. And we have a special guest with us this week, so you're not going to see Lisa in the studio yet again. Uh, but we do have a good friend and a dream interpretation student from our Dream Sim classes, uh, Michael Hansen from Western Australia. Michael, glad to have you with us. Hello. How are you, sir? Good, good. It's good to see you from at opposite ends of the uh, time frame around the world. You're at, yeah. like in the evening, right? And I'm recording in the morning? Yeah, it's perfect timing. <laughs> go. There we go. All right. Good deal. Well, listen, we're going to jump right into some things because we have several things to talk about and, and potentially not enough time to get through it. But just let me just say something before we get started here. Uh, Michael's been one of uh, the students in the Dream Sim classes for quite some time. He's into the third uh, session or third level of the process, which is basically just we're we're just meeting and talking and sharing and seeing what's happening. And he shared a story the other day that I really wanted to share with you guys on the podcast. But I want to preface it just a little bit. Today, we're going to really be talking about, um, you know, sharing faith through dream interpretation. And so I want this to be something that for our guests and for our, our listeners and, and those who watch online uh, who aren't Christians to understand, this is just who we are as a Christian uh, part of my um, faith is about sharing who I am and where dreams come from and who gives the interpretation. And that's really what this story is about. So if you're not a believer, if you're not a Christian, if you're not a follower of, of that faith and you're listening in, just bear with us. Keep in mind that this is this is the, the whole purpose of really why we do dream interpretation. It's to let you know and let others know that we fully believe with all my heart that God, our creator, is the one who gives the dreams most of the time. There's certainly other sources. And that he is the one who gives the interpretation to the dreams. And it's far superior to the other methods of dream interpretation that are out there. So that's not a criticism of people who follow those other methods. It's not a criticism of people who believe dreams come from other sources. It's where we come from, and it's the basis of our dream interpretation process. So, Michael, you uh, were sharing in, I think it was either had sent me an email or share, maybe we shared, talked about it in class the other day, uh, an experience you had, I think, in your workplace where you just ran into somebody talking about or mentioning a dream uh, at the uh, uh, workplace. Would, why don't you just jump in and tell that story, and then maybe with the time we have, we can just sort of talk about it and and discuss what happened with it right yeah look uh i've only been doing dream interpretation for like a couple of years under your school it's been really good so kudos to yourself and what the holy spirit's doing but uh because dream dreams were not something that were on my radar for for a long time and now now <laughs> they become such a significant part of my christian daily walk so it's, it's quite a really encouraging and cool and um, we were talking like the week before, two weeks before, like, what's the next step? Once you learn how to interpret, what's the next right. step? Uh, and coincidentally, the next day after saying, hey, what's the next step we do? We're doing all this training. How do we apply it? You know, how do we do it practically where, where we live and who we, who, we, who we work with or who we live with? And so I'm at work. I walk into the lunchroom and there's... There's a lady there, you know, there's about six or seven of us there just, you know, having a cup of joe, having a cup of coffee. And she's 
makes this remark that she had a weird dream the other day and she can't remember it. And so I, I sort of stop and I'm making my cup of tea, you know, and I, and so I turned to her, I said, Hey, when you, when you remember your dream, just let, just let me know. And she sort of looked at me and she goes, are you, are you interested in dreams? I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I study dreams. I've been studying dreams for like a couple of years now. You know, I'm, I'm trying to understand how to interpret. I'm learning how to do interpretation. And she looked at this other guy, this other fellow, young student there, not a student, but a young guy in the, in the, in the workplace. We were in the kitchen there and he, and she says, this guy here, he also is learning dream interpretation. And we look at each other and go, what? You're doing dream interpretation? Because we knew each other beforehand, but we didn't know. Neither one of us knew that each other was doing dream interpretation. I'm like, wow. And he's like, wow, that's incredible. And so we sort of have a small chat about what he was learning about uh, a Freudian type, Young's type of interpretation and what right. he was dealing with. Which is really a real common, yeah, real common method of dream interpretation for a lot of people is the Freud and Jungian thing. So he's just doing, that's all he's just just doing what's normal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was all cool. And that was like on a Tuesday and then lunchtime about Thursday, Friday or something. The the lady has, the the same lady has another dream. And and she says, look, I'm going to send it to both y'all. You know, I'm going to send it to me and the other guy. And then you guys both come back about your different interpretations and then we'll see what happens. So I'm like, great. So she sends through her dream. Um, She sends it to both of us separately. I'm looking at the dream, you know, you know, Holy Ghost praying and looking at the symbols and the focuses, you know, all my dream training kicks in. I'm going, okay, (laughs) what's the focus? You know, what's Michael French going to do? What's Rev French going to look at? You know, so I'm like, I got to do this right. And so I sort of stopped and I went, well, why don't we do it together? You know, so I brought this young guy into my office. I said, look, you're learning dream interpretation. I'm learning dream interpretation. Let's just walk through it. Let's let's find out what the dream is saying to the dreamer. And because I had no idea about Young's and Freud, and he's probably had no idea what my my uh, training was, the Christian sort of base uh, biblical interpretation model. And so, fifteen minutes into it, I'm you know I'm describing high level what I think the dream is trying to say, um, and then he he he, he jumps in. He's sort of feeling and sensing what he thinks it's, it feels like, and he starts to break into some of his his teaching, his learnings about the, the, the youngs. And we're like, okay, you're picking up that, and this is how you look at it. And I'm very unfamiliar with the youngs and, and the Freudian stuff. I mean, I, I understood they're there, right. but I didn't know how deep and how, how they have similar uh, processes and similar methodology of finding out what a symbol means or finding out what what colors mean within a dream. So I wasn't aware of what they what they did. Um, and then, and, and interestingly, Michael, it's not so much that uh, it's not so much that there's a difference between uh, the methodology of looking at the symbols. It's the way they approach symbols. We approach symbols a different way from right. the way Freud and Young would. Freud and Young looked at it uh, with with almost very defined meanings and psychological basis. And that's putting it short for our folks who are watching and listening. But uh, 
uh, we approach symbols much more from the perspective and the attitude of waiting on God to reveal the meaning of a symbol in the moment. So just, sorry, just jumped in there on that. So, but go ahead. Sorry about that. No, you jumped in all you like. Nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> You're the teacher. <laughs> and it's the same story, right? Even when I jump in. So. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it's it's really cool, you know, and I, I think being aware of that he's a non he's a non-christian he's just an he's just a, a guy in, in the world and he's learned how to do dream interpretation is very cool because it it says there's a there's something about him or something happening in his life and his journey that he's he's hungry and he's looking for some type of reality that's different from the norm right dream interpretation yeah. is not something everybody's going to talk about it and some people think it's really uncomfortable talking about dreams that they have it's not like a normal table talk conversation and so he's excited that he had found somebody else that had also was learning dream interpretation and i was excited i'm going wow two people learning dream interpretation and it, it was so cool the, the conversations really shifts and there's a, there's a pivotal point where he starts to open up and I'm not going to disclose what he was talking about, you know, as he's, you know, that's in confidence and he's a friend, but he starts opening up. He had dreams, uh, going across bridges and, you know, a car crashing off the bridge. And he had any, he had us this point in where he was in university where he found the Freudian and the, and the Young's interpretation, uh, school, uh, you know, their works, their literature. And he said, it sort of changed his life because he had nothing else before that time. And I'm thinking, wow, yeah. that, that's really interesting. And he just opens up, shares his life, shares some of the stories in his life. And he, he's sort of a broken guy, you know, just like most people in the world, they get hurts, they get yeah. pains, they want to talk to people. And so you really get down to the core of this humanity of us just talking and being human to each other, like listen to a friend's or a brother's issue. And you just, you're there and we're talking, we're open. And, the, and, and, and suddenly, you know, that suddenly something changed. And I, uh, we talked about it the other week. He begins to prophesy over me. He gets a scripture like Isaiah 43. And he starts to quote, you know, he's gone. I, I think it says this. It says, though you walk through the water, I will be with you. And... I'm stunned. I'm, I'm, I'm like taken back. I'm like, wait a minute, this guy. Cause I can feel, I, I can feel the Holy spirit coming into the room now. So right. it, something's happening and I'm, I'm not aware of an unsaved person that's trained in the Freud and Young's that now moving the prophetic. I go, is that normal? <laughs> it's a different, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Surely that can be normal. Uh, but he's like, I said, do you feel the presence? He now he goes, yes. He says, I, I haven't felt the presence like this with anybody else. And I said, well, that's the Holy Spirit. And obviously there's a gift or a calling on your life. I said it just really, really plainly to him. And he goes, yeah, look, I've been searching. But gee, that 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 presence, you know, we're we're both astounded by the presence, you know. I started talking yeah. about the Holy Spirit and saying, what's going on? I said, that's a prophetic calling. And what you do now is you walk in faith and you start talking about what God's talking to you about. So it's like, oh, okay, that's really good. 
anyway, we had an we had a moment, and that really impacted me, Rev Mike. That really impacted me because you know there's more to the story. But when I got home, I'm like talking to my wife, and it's like, you know, God is so concerned about me in a in a workplace through a a total stranger that's learning totally different things, but he he still is moving and concerned about me during the whole process. Even though I thought it was about the young man and the other lady, we're all part of, you know, the healing. We're all part of the encouragement. We're all part of the process. So yeah, um, it was really encouraging that that happened. I'm still shaking. I shake every time I say it, I'm shaking. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. You know, and you know, Michael, one of the things I think is cool about it and about that process you went through is the fact that <clears throat> we're really dealing with something that, that we forget as Christians, we forget sometimes that Joel and the book of Acts both proclaim that in the last days, God's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. And we jump to the phrases about, uh, young men and old men, dreams and prophecy and, and visions and all this kind of stuff. But the first of that verse in Acts 2 is, is God's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. And and that's because we believe with all our heart, again, that that Holy Spirit, the creator, wants a relationship with everybody, whether they know him already or not. And that's part of this process. This guy's searching, and we want to honor him and, and, and say, you know, look, he's searching. For something, he says that in in his process, he's searching for something, and Creator God says, "Hey, look, it's me," in the, in that process. So, I love it. Yeah, that that's phenomenal. And when you when you talked about that the other week, it sort of peeled back my my understanding to say, you know, if God's pouring out His Spirit on all flesh, you know, we sort of. Uh, you put it in a box and we said, you can only be Christians. You can only be a specific yeah. type of Christian and you can only be in a certain yep. church or whatever. Right. Yeah, we do. And it's like, wow, if, if God is pouring out a spirit on all flesh, like all the dreams people have, you know, and, and, and all the communication that, you know, it's just, it's to me, I thought, wow, it opened my eyes that God can move on anybody at any time. And that was demonstrated with this young man. You know, yeah, he, he's just pouring out a spirit and it's like on all flesh. And so again, yeah. I got to keep up with God now because God's changed, changed the game. I'm thinking, <laughs> hang on a minute, you know, cause we labor, we go, we gotta, we gotta preach, we gotta teach, we gotta do this. And then the Holy spirit will come with signs and wonders. But yeah, this is saying God is pouring out a spirit has poured out a spirit and is continually pouring out a spirit. And it's just that opportunity when, he unlocks it on people, whatever, whenever, that he's going to start speaking and talking to them. And we got to be prepared just to walk through with it. And I had the privilege of yeah, walking through that, with it. It's true. It's that process of, of saying, I care about everybody. And we talk about it with dream interpretation as being, this is what dreams are for. Yeah. Revealing the creator revealing the one who gives the dreams. It's not just about having a cool dream and somebody interpreting it. Dreams are really about revealing uh, the creator, which is amazing. And that's what he was doing in this case, both for the young man who's helping to interpret and 
for the actual dreamer in that case. You know, the really cool thing is I had another meeting with the guy a day after and we were having a lunch break and I'm like, okay, he really wanted to show me the, the Young's type of interpretation, which I'm happy to see because I don't know what it is. And I'm listening to him and he's drawing on, he's drawing it on my whiteboard and we're, we're walking through it. And we were talking back and forth about what it means and what he sees and how, how it's all put together. And I know not many people know my journey, but I used, I used to be very, you know, obviously prophetic and spiritual and that type, but I've had a major shift where everything for me is relational, you know, it should have been relational. It shouldn't have stopped being relational, but sometimes, you know, as a Christian walk, it can be, you just operate at a gifts, you operate a calling and you don't, you sort of, treat that as a relationship rather than the relationship being what it is. Right. So in the middle of this conversation with this young man, I said, look, all of this is good. All this training's good. All these teachings are good. We might have points of difference or points of highlights, but for me, it doesn't really matter what the, the, the tool is or the process is. If you don't know, if you don't have a relationship with the person, then it, it, it matters not. It, it really just is something that you can, it's like, it, it's, it's sort of, I wouldn't say worthless, but it's just like part of the process, part of the tools. It does not take the place of a core relationship. And I said, relationship for me is, and this is where it changed again. I said, I'm a son. And I said, he, and I told him he was a son and that the greatest relationship I have is with the father. And then he, he goes, he just stops. The Holy Spirit comes in and, and I say, look, it's about the father. He's pouring his love on you as his son. And there might be things that are happening in, in his life, you know, broken relationships. And because you're getting into the deep stuff, this guy's hungry. Yeah. He's reaching out for spiritual stuff, but he's also, there's a gap in his heart that he needs relationship. He needs restoration. He needs to be, you know, his mom and dad, he's, he's had a broken relation. He wants to mend that. He's hurting. He needs to be healed. And Father God's using this time to say, hey, I love you. I care about you. This is about relationship. Yeah. And, it, and he just, he, he, this guy gave me the biggest hug. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. He says, he says you don't know, Mike. I'm going to go see my dad tonight. You know, he was off to and see his dad and the Holy Spirit, the Father saying, it's about relationship. It, it, it's the only thing that matters, right? It's about how good your yeah. relationships are. And this is so cool too, because let's just say, for example, that he happens to pick up on this podcast and, and, and see it. It's again, reemphasizing God, your father, God, the creator cares Yeah, because he cares enough, not only to have said something to you and to put people in your life, but to make it so important about what, because nobody knows who he is, but to, for, he knows who he is to make it so important as to who you are, that it's a story everybody should know because you're that important. Absolutely. That's what's so cool. Absolutely. Well, we don't have a lot of time left, yeah. about maybe about 10 minutes left okay. on the podcast. So tell us what, tell us what happens with the dream and the interpretation itself. How did that process play itself yeah. out then? So, yeah. So what happens is he, he takes off and then the young lady was next door talking to, to somebody and I, I called her in and she sits down and I said, Hey, how you doing? Um, I said, you know, you sent, sent the dream to both of us. And uh, did you hear from the other guy? She says, yeah. And she says, she, she says to me, she says, Mike, it was the most boring dream anybody could have. <laughs> 
I said, okay. I said, this, I said, this is what the dream means. And I told her what I, I, the dream means. And she looked at me. She went, what are you talking about? Who told you that? How did you know that information? And I said, well, it's, it's part of your dream. It's what, you know, what, you know, what we're trying to encourage you. That's what the dream means. It's a spirit. It's a God led sort of interpretation. And I said, it's interesting to point out too, in your dream, she's like floored. She's like looking around. She doesn't know what to say. She's like somebody read her mail. Right. And she did, and I said, look, if there was a bus in your dream, and me and the other guy talked about it, I said, because we're trying to work out what the symbols mean and work through the process of interpretation. I said, and he said, there's something on the bus. And I'm going, nah, it's nothing on the bus. I said, but if the bus was blue, that means God is driving, you know, delivering revelation to you about what you're going through in your finance and I finances. And I, I start talking through dream interpretation with it. And now she is totally overwhelmed with the Holy, the father, God telling her, he sees her situation. He's revealing to her that if she, you know, can wash that out of her life and get that right, it'll all work out and she will get her dream home or she will end up in where she, she really wants to be. And she's like, this is surreal. I can't believe you. This I, she said to me. I was just talking to the HR person about my financial issues. How did you know? And I'm like, it's the dream interpretation. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, you know that other guy. And it's the young guy, right? And I go, yeah. He, she goes, he told me something about it, about the interpretation. It's very confusing. It didn't make a lot of sense. And I said, but this is what the dream means. We talked about the dream and this is what it's, what's happening. And she's shaking her head and she says, I got to go home. I got to go tell my husband because this is like, she said it was a boring dream, but said, this is changing, you know, sort of changing my life. And she went home. She walked out of the office, went to a car and she went home to tell her husband about this, what the dream meant. And I'm thinking, wow, how cool is that? A boring dream, what we That's think great. <laughs> is a boring dream. It actually holds the key and the answers to all your, you know, what's happening in your life, giving you hope, encouraging that it's gonna, all going to work out through a dream. Now, that's so well, cool, I, right? I love it too. But was the bus blue in the dream? Yes, she said the bus was blue. And I'm like, <laughs> get out of here. She said, like, the bus was blue. I said, if it's blue, it means this. And she's like, oh my gosh. And she came, she came back the, the Monday after and she said, she, it was the most encouraging uh, interpretation that, or, you know, understanding of a dream she had ever had. She said, wow. she's never had an interpret, a spirit field interpretation like that ever. And she says, for all the other dreams, I'm coming straight to you, Michael. <laughs> Opens up well, you, the door. You, got, you, you, you got to be busy now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, and let's say something about the other interpreter, too, yeah. just to be important. Because like I say, if he or our dreamer happens to see this, it's important we honor them. Absolutely. This doesn't mean that he's crazy or there's something wrong. No. He's using tools, the only tools he has. And, and let's just be honest we truly believe this illustrates the distinction between a psychological perspective on dream interpretation and a spiritual perspective on dream interpretation. Very often 
those two methods go in different directions yeah. on what a dream means. And over and over and over again, somebody who's amazing with a Freudian or Jungian interpretive process, they've really studied it, they know it in and out, will end up with an interpretation that pales in comparison to a spiritual interpretation. We'll end up with an interpretation that's confusing instead of life-giving, that is without substance in comparison to a spiritual. That doesn't make the Jungian or Freudian interpreter a bad person or a failure. It means the tools they were using were not up to par with spiritual tools from the, the biblical or the Judeo-Christian I tell people a lot of time it's that ancient Hebraic method of interpreting. And now you've just given this young man both tools that can connect him with his creator and tools that will allow him to do better at fully understanding what a dream means. And that's an amazing process in and of itself. I think I like, I like that. Uh, the young lady could easily discern be between the two and, she, yeah. and it was her her own perception of what was said to her that made sense yeah. and so it was yeah. her own and sort of witness yeah and some people may be saying you know kind of well why aren't you telling us what the dream was why aren't you telling us what the interpretation was look that's that's a private thing when we have permission and a person sharing their own dream or we can share a dream without risk of the person, you know, being revealed who they are. But yeah. if, if these two folks happen to watch this podcast, they work with you. They automatically know who they are. We're yeah. not going to tell you details. Our audience guys, we're not telling you details about their dreams or things like that. Don't have their permission for that. So it's important that you understand that if we could go through the dream itself and the interpretation itself, you would be able to see the difference in the two, but it's the dreamer who determines how it impacts them. None of us, not the interpreter, not the people listening to the interpretation. It's the dreamer who determines, does this have value to me and what level of value does it have and how on point is it? And that's what the dreamer did in this case. She gave that feedback that helps both of you to understand what you're doing even better. Right. Yeah. So I love it. It's cool. It's an amazing process. We don't have very much time here. We're drawing to the end of things, but Michael, I just want to tell you, thank you so much for sharing the story because that story emphasizes so many things. If we had time, we could go through so many pieces of that story with, with the emphasis it brings the, how much God cares for that uh, young man. Who's, who's interested in dreams and always has been, and they've drawn things out of him in the interpretive process that he learns about for the, the, the woman who, who gets spoken to directly. And God is saying, Hey, I want to reveal myself to you and tell you, here's what you need to know to get through the situation circumstances you're in. The fact that God's pouring his spirit out on all flesh, the, 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 the whole process that you, we didn't, we don't even have time for this one, but this one's so cool that you as a, Christian dream interpreter would be 
aware of the need of relationship so much that you would sit down with a Freudian and Jungian interpreter and say, let's work through something together and learn together. Because so many Christians would have just said, oh, that's Freud and Jung. I don't want anything to do with that. And instead, you built relationship out of it, which is the way it's supposed to be. This is why people, honestly, this is why people don't, aren't drawn to Christian faith today is because the typical reaction is, oh, that's bad. That's bad stuff. Stay away from that. Instead of, let's take a journey together. So I want to commend you, Michael, for the, the willingness to take a journey with folks and with the way you handled that whole process. Just an amazing story. Thank really you, sir. Is. Well, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to uh, run out of time. So let me just remind folks of a couple of things. Uh, if you're watching the podcast on YouTube or one of the video services, uh, like video on Facebook or whatever, uh, you get a little different perspective. If you're listening to it on one of the podcasting services, a little different perspective, uh, you can try both of them, but they have different ways of letting us know you're there. Like share and subscribe. That's the key like share and subscribe and also comment. Let us know what you think. It would be an encouragement to us. It would be an encouragement to Michael. It'd be an encouragement if young man and young lady who had the dream and worked on the interpretation knew what you're thinking about how amazing it is what God was doing in this process. So make comments, let us know. It helps us know you're there. We kind of see numbers from time to time on who the audience is, but it lets us know you're there, you're real people, and it's a big encouragement to us. So please do those things for us as we close out today. And with that, it's time to say what we usually say, and that is keep dreaming.